the prayers of the Mass for Anzac Day exhort us to remember those who have died in war and that this remembrance would make us ardent defenders of the peace of God. Our remembering of the bravery and the sacrifice of men and women who died in the defence of their country and in the defence of others can move our hearts to a great sense of gratitude and appreciation for our country. But what happened for those first Anzacs and in some way for the Anzacs of every generation that we should remember why it is so important to honour such men and women who have fought in various wars. We don't want to glorify war itself. It's a last and very regretful option that we only want to put into effect when it's necessary. And yet we want to make sure that we do honour the expertise and the commitment and the self-sacrifice of those who have died in the defence of their country. One way of looking at the issue is to take the view of those who weren't directly involved in the fighting but were present when the fighting happened. If we go to the landing at Anzac Cove, for instance, we can look at the accounts of chaplains who accompanied the soldiers in some of those battles of the First World War. Father Fay, who accompanied the soldiers to Anzac Cove, records his experiences on that first landing on the Sunday, the 25th of April, 1915. He records that at approximately 4.30, he landed with the soldiers in the first wave of attack against the Turkish troops. He describes a faint glimmer of dawn in the eastern sky and how closely packed all of the soldiers were and how the bullets began to wreak havoc upon the Australian soldiers. Father Fay talks about a bullet going through the sleeve of his jacket that catches a lad behind him and shrapnel which splashes a man's brains over Father Fay. He looks around it when he lands on shore after finding it so difficult, given all the clothes he's wearing, to come to the surface of the water, he notices that the beach is strewn with dead and wounded. He begins to minister to the dying, to bring some kind of succour to the less seriously wounded. He feels a wild desire to pick up a dead man's rifle and become part of the fighting, even with a bayonet because he seems to have nothing else that he can do. But he realises in a few minutes there's so much to do. There are so many wounded that need his prayers and whatever physical help he can give to them. He records in a letter to his Archbishop about that time of landing and later days, he, sometimes he couldn't say Mass. His vestments haven't arrived yet. There's nowhere safe to say Mass. He doesn't know if he'll get through all of this, that he and the soldiers live minute by minute. But he wants to make sure that his archbishop knows something in case he doesn't make it through this time of war. He writes, I wish to mention here my appreciation of Australian soldiers. They are splendid fellows, everyone. 
and I am so glad to be associated with them. Nothing could excel their courage and reckless daring and their cheerfulness in the most trying positions. Those men who found discipline irksome in camp and growled about small things will now face death with a smile, growl at nothing, and bear the most cruel wounds with smiling cheerfulness. Experiences such as these make us realise the great commitment and bravery of soldiers and those who supported and cared for them. And so we return to that great question of ourselves at this time of our history and our country. Do we appreciate the country that has been given to us? Do we care for the community in which we find ourselves? Do we have a proper sense of patriotism that is a love for our fellow citizens and the laws that enable us to respect other people and to uphold a proper sense of justice for them so that they may have peace? We end our reflection here today in Anzac Day with the prayer at the opening of the Anzac Day Mass. Almighty, everlasting God, who sent your Son to die that we might live, grant, we pray, eternal rest to those who gave themselves in service and sacrifice for their country. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.